This is your captain speaking. Welcome to another episode of DJ's Aviation Podcast. All systems are go, so lean back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. This is DJ's Aviation Podcast. Everything aviation. Everything aviation. Aviation news, airline developments, analyzing route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news, and we talk about world events and life. DJ's Aviation has a Discord server that's officially partnered with Discord, and you can join with a link in the show notes or using the vanity URL discord.gg slash aviation. This is the DJ's Aviation Podcast, and now your host, Dan. Merry Christmas to you all, wherever you may be in the world. I hope you're having a lovely day spent with family, friends, or if you are alone today, I hope you're able to seek some comfort in this podcast, switch it on, kick back, relax, and just enjoy listening to someone vent for 15 or 20 minutes. Obviously, at the time of recording, which is 2.30 a.m. in the morning at on Sunday, pardon me, the 26th of December, we are naturally past Christmas here, but I am aware that a large majority of the people that listen to this podcast are from the United States and Europe and places where it currently is Christmas, hence why the podcast is going out there today. So I wanted to extend to you a massive Merry Christmas. Now, if you do not celebrate Christmas, I hope you're having a just cheerful holiday season with your friends and family. And before I properly get underway, if you just so happen to be feeling lonely today, I know I've experienced this firsthand quite a lot of my life. Um, I do have a community Discord server. Now, if you're not sure what a Discord server is, it's pretty much just like a big group chat. Now, whether you could say a group chat on WhatsApp, Skype, Twitter, and Facebook, but it's just a little bit more well worked than that. And it's it's a great place. We have, uh, I think, almost 5,000 or over 5,000 members, and we are partnered officially with Discord, which means we're like a recognized partnered server, if you will, basically verified by the platform itself. So it is a very safe environment. Um, I know there'll be probably something that, if you would be willing to join, that you would definitely want. But anyone is welcome to join at any point. We're always up for a discussion, whether you want to talk about trains, whether you want to talk about planes, whether you just want to vent about your work or school, whatever it may be, there's always someone that's going to be in there willing to have a conversation with you. And it's the number one place I'd recommend that maybe if you feel like you don't have someone to talk to at the moment and over this festive season, which I know can be incredibly hard for some people, um, I just think that's the perfect place and you don't have to join at the end of the day, but it just know that it, it will be there. If you want to use the vanity URL, so that means just by simply going into a browser, you can type discord.gg forward slash aviation. Otherwise, just download the app, make an account and uh, search our vanity URL, which will be in the show notes. Alternatively, you can simply go to any um, of my YouTube videos and the invite link will be in the description. You'd simply just click the invite link and it would take you straight to the server and then you'd be ready to start um, going and chatting to the people in there. And I obviously talk in there a bit, so you're more than welcome to join there. Uh, Just before we properly get underway, just a reminder that you can listen to this podcast on any Uh, streaming platform, whether that be Spotify, Google, Apple, SoundCloud. So if there's a platform that you feel is better for you and you may just be listening at the moment on SoundCloud, do be sure to move over to that one um, as more likely than not, the podcast will continuously be going out on the streaming platform 
at your convenience, and naturally I want it to be convenient for you. Now, you may recall in the last episode, I told you that probably the next time you'd hear from me would either be Christmas Day or when I'm going to Canada. As the title does suggest, I'm not going to Canada, but you are hearing from me on Christmas Day. I just wanted to put this out to hopefully give the people that may not have anything to look forward to today just something to listen to uh, if you do enjoy it. (laughs) I don't know whether these podcasts are actually you know, well-received or anything, but if you do enjoy listening to these, I hope that it's given you something on this Christmas. Uh, I'm not going to Canada. That's been cancelled. If you're unaware, basically the province of Quebec and generally Canada has gone into essentially a lockdown. Everything is pretty much closed. Everything that is not essential is closed. Um, There's the risk of now a curfew being implemented in the coming days. And of course, I wouldn't be shocked if they hesitate to or if they don't hesitate, pardon me, to close their borders. Therefore, the risks associated with being stuck over there or being stuck in a hotel room and unable to leave are simply far too high. Uh, It's incredibly disappointing. I would argue I've been pretty low and uh, there's simply nothing I can do about it. I think when you're looking forward to something for so long, for like two years, and then once again, it... uh, the plans are shelved and literally only three to four days out. I mean, I've got a fully packed suitcase. I'm ready to go and I'm not going now. Uh, it's very, very disappointing, especially when I know I was going to be flying out in literally 35 hours. Uh, so yeah, quite disappointing, quite upsetting, but I will not be going. As for when I will eventually make it to Canada, who knows? At this point, I have absolutely no hope anymore. Uh, it's just the world is a mess. I think we're all very aware of that. I don't want to get too much into that. I want this podcast to sort of be happy moments rather than focusing on the negatives. Um, but I, I couldn't not mention that to you if you're if you're not like on my Twitter. So yeah, it was funny. I ran myself into the ground preparing uh, content to be able to go and then three days out. Uh, yeah, that didn't happen. I even paid people to write some scripts because I was so overwhelmed with trying to make content in the moment and also preparing content for the future but now that will not be going out and that's just pre- those videos are pretty much just gonna yeah rot because they're gonna be out of date when i need them which means i'm gonna have to do it all again so it's there's a lot of things that are very frustrating about it but ultimately it's quite upsetting uh but i thought what i would do for this podcast is maybe make it like the best moments for me of 2021 and just reflecting on some of the highlights there's been many highlights there's also been many lows it's definitely been i would argue the hardest year of my life but and and definitely the the lowest for me but i've definitely had a few moments that i am eternally grateful for and moments that i've just really enjoyed and i thought what better yet than on christmas day to go over just some of the best moments and i think where would i if i didn't begin or where would i be pardon me if i didn't begin with going to portugal and that being specifically porto for the uh, 2021 champions league final for those that are not sport enthusiasts the champions league is the most coveted and prestigious competition within Europe for football clubs. It's the holy grail. It's um, something that is very rare to see your club sort of win. And there's the the potential that in your entire lifetime, you would not see it. Uh, My football team made it. And due to the uncertainty of COVID, there was no real idea whether or not we were going to be able to actually make it to uh, Porto. As if you were unaware, the final was originally going to be held in Turkey. Then there was rumors it'd be held in England. And then finally it was moved to Porto. And thankfully, uh, limited capacity. I think I can't even remember the exact amount of fans that were allowed in, but it was not a full stadium. And I think it was mostly like a three or four seat gap between people. But ultimately, everyone sort of just moved behind the goals. Uh, but it was all very last minute as well. I went with my friend and uh, 
I think we booked everything with five days to go as part of a, a package as the only way you could essentially really get a ticket was if you went via the club and that was like club facilitated travel. So I flew from London Gatwick through to Porto and it was awesome. It was, it's still to this day and I know it will be uh, for the rest of my days, one of the best days of my life, full of so many highs, exploring a new place I'd never been before. It was, I think, 23 or 20 five degrees, not a cloud in the sky the entire day, and I loved every second of it, and I would not have changed that day for the absolute world. It was topped off, of course, with my team winning the final, so I think that definitely made it a little bit better as if we had lost. I'm not too sure whether I would have enjoyed the day, but I think it's just one of those things of, uh, in all the lows that the past two years have brought, that's definitely been one of those highs that was so memorable, and I'm so happy I did it. I went on the hop-on, hop-off bus tour around Porto. I saw it all. I saw the hills, the buildings, the architecture, which was just incredible to witness. Uh, I took the, I think it's the metro line, so I saw their cool like metro trains, which look so weird. Um, look very, very different to, say, a London Underground train, but it was it was a phenomenal experience, and I would love to maybe go back to Porto at some point and see it again. For Well, I was only there for, like, a day. I think we arrived in at 9 a.m., and potentially left at 3.30 in the morning the next day. It was a very, very long day. It was it was full of lots of laughs and um, ridiculous moments as well. But if you'd like to listen to the full podcast detailing that Porto experience, you're more than welcome to. I think it's an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes of just utter chaos. Uh, the chaos started before I even made it to Porto, with me essentially being stuck in a taxi with my friend, two and a half hours out of London at 7pm with a flight that was at 3am. Uh, so I got two hours sleep the night before and then was up like 36 hours. It it was a mental and just a lot of fun, but I uh, like everything with me, something always had to have a hiccup, which the main hiccup was that I think it was some signaling that went down in a tunnel in ne- near King's Cross, which basically suspended the uh, East Coast main line pretty much. And I mean, my LNER service was stuck at... Uh, where was it? Peterborough? Yeah, I was stuck at Peterborough and uh, there were no buses and there was no other transport down to London. So there were no buses. There were no trains going to London. Everything was stuck. And I'm like, we need to get back. So we had to get in a taxi for basically an hour and a half, get ripped off. That was the only way we were going to make it back. And then we had to get on. We had to go to the uh, the furthest underground station that was away from London. And I think that was, was it? Epping? No, it was on the Northern Line. I can't remember what station it was, but it was on the Northern Line, the furthest one away. And that was as close as we could get. Uh, And then we had to get the tube into central London and then make all our switches. And I think I got home at 9.30pm, was in in bed at 11 o'clock, and then my alarm was at like 1.30. So, uh, and I remember I got indigestion just to top it all off because I didn't have any time to eat any dinner. Uh, But it was a lot of fun and I really did enjoy it. And I think it made the experience what it was. Like I said, there's a full podcast if you want to go and listen to that. Something else I got more into this year was photography, and I'm very, very happy and grateful I did. I've really enjoyed taking pictures over the past year. I'd argue more so in London because I was actually able to go out more frequently. I don't really go out of my home uh, here, and I just definitely enjoyed the subject topics in and around the UK. I loved going to different places in the UK, whether it be Bath, Leeds, Manchester, around London just to be able to take photos and, and and take an image that I was proud of. And I definitely think I improved my photography. I improved my editing. I definitely improved my creative output. And I think it's something 
other than making YouTube videos that I needed. I'm a very creative person. I think very visually. So when I say that, I mean that I don't uh, how would I put it? I'm a visual learner and I like things in pictures. I like things in drawings. I like things in documentaries. Um, I used to be someone that enjoyed reading, but for me, education killed my love for reading. It's become too uh, analytical. Whenever I read something nowadays, I'm like, oh, that means that, that means that. And for me, that definitely takes away from the, the fun of it. But I still very much enjoy visual learning and I just think I'm better if I picture something. That's why when I do my podcasts, I even write out my notes and then plots everything out and uh, make it all look good and, and stuff like that for me because it means that I feel like I'm more prepared when I go into something and, and if I had that in my head or I don't know I just enjoy seeing things and for me photography is brilliant because I allow my it allows me to explore but it allows me to look at uh, same right now I'm looking at a lamp that is right next to a monitor and I look at it and I think to myself how could I make that picture or how could I make that composition look good? Would it be doing it at a different angle? Would it be uh, turning it on? Would it be maybe doing something in post-processing? And I really, really enjoy that. And especially when you have the beautiful European architecture, it makes it for a lot of fun. And I'm excited to definitely head back, hopefully, to London sometime soon to live again. And I, I'm, I'm very excited to do more photography there and hopefully explore more parts of the UK that I didn't get to see. On top of that, I was very excited to look at the architecture in Montreal and capture some amazing snow photos, but that's been cancelled, so it's not possible now. Um, when I will be able to do that, I have no idea. Uh, but I'm very excited whenever I can get there to be able to do some photography, uh, just of everything from the cars to the buildings to, like, I really hope I get to see some snow there. And uh, yeah, so I'm very, very excited for that. And I'm very thankful that I got into photography more so in the past year. I've always been into photography. I got my first camera. It was a little point and shoot when I was very, very young. So I've always been sort of taking pictures and even if it was just of a flower or a butterfly um, or my dog. <laughs> so I've always really enjoyed it and I've definitely in the past year brought that a little bit forward and explored a lot more street photography, which is something I didn't frequently do. I think I was a lot more into uh plane spotting and that's maybe changed i think my love for plane spotting has probably dissipated a little bit the pandemic of course has not helped and i think my love for photography and videography has moved i do enjoy taking videos of trains more now than planes and um i definitely enjoy doing more street photography maybe taking photos of trams uh buses buildings creating cool cool images that I am proud of. And I wouldn't even say it's the sense of I do it for work, like to put on my Flickr. I do it because it gives me some time to myself to throw some music on and just think. And I really, really, really enjoy it. And look, if you're looking for a hobby, I would 100% recommend photography as, as one of them if you're in a position where you're able to do that. Another highlight of the year was definitely launching DJ's Transport. That was my second channel, and um, I've loved every second of it. I can't state it enough how much I have enjoyed learning and making videos. Um, I always thought trains were cool, but I would argue that I haven't... I did never really took the time to properly understand them, and I'm looking at getting some sort of rail guide. I need to... Uh, I think there might be one for 2022, and I'm definitely going to be purchasing that um, because I'm... I, I've. Um, that kind of person that maybe has taken a different approach. I've tried to learn more about the operators and what the operators do rather than the trains specifically. So I want to learn more about 
the train types, like, hey, you have an A330, I want to learn more about the Azumas and the, the Class 800s and, and more get that side of my knowledge better. And I think the best way to do that is through a rail guide. So I'm definitely going to be looking at purchasing one of those. And if you have any recommendations, uh, feel free to shoot me an email because I would love to be able to sort of get to the point where I can see something and I can straight away understand what type it is. And um, even just for videos and just, I guess, for my own enjoyment, when I go and look at trains in the future, I just love to have more of an understanding. And I think a rail guide will help me because if I have that book next to me, I'll be able to say, look at it right away and, and pick it out and say, okay, it's that one. It's that one. It's that one. It's that one. If that makes sense. Uh, so I've really enjoyed that second channel. I think we just passed 16,000 subscribers and I'll admit that it's probably only gone up a little bit recently because I was asking people to subscribe, which is something I'm not good at. I feel like that's the number one thing a content creator should do is is prompting people to subscribe to their YouTube channel or prompting people to follow them on whatever or subscribe to their blog because it's I see it all the time with videos I watch, but I never do it because I feel so self-conscious and guilty for asking someone to maybe subscribe to the channel. But I pushed myself and I tried to be what a content creator should be. And I set like a couple of goals. I'll admit, like I didn't mind if we didn't hit 15,000, but I just thought it'd be cool to see if people, I guess, wanted to follow a goal. And they did. And we hit 15,000 and then we hit 16,000. And I think I definitely would love to hit 20,000 at some point. I'm getting sick of those the, the one number. Don't even get me started on the 3,000, 300,000 one. I've seen three so many times. I'm like, I need it to change. I need it to change. But obviously, the main channel does not grow very quick anymore. It's very, very slow growth. I think we've definitely peaked the growth, and I'm sure it will start going down. Um, but obviously, when you see the same number, you're like, oh, oh. Um, but I'm very proud of myself for everything I have done. As for other highlights, I don't know if there was that much else this year. Maybe launching the Discord server and having that partnered um, was definitely an awesome moment for us. I think creating it and uh, just seeing it blossom and I think seeing people make friends in there is what what you want to see. It's not necessarily about how many people come in every single day or having 20,000 members. I think if someone is able to make a friend and they play games with each other or whatever, or they even go spotting. I've seen people that have gone spotting with each other and they met, say, on the Discord server. Um, it's great to see because I know how hard it is uh, being an aviation enthusiast and not having a lot of people that are interested in the same thing. And maybe people frown upon you liking that type of thing, especially if you are uh, 15, 13, 18, whatever it may be. Uh, it's definitely frowned upon still to this day. I don't think it should be. I think people should be allowed to enjoy whatever they want to enjoy and they should not be mocked for it. Whether you enjoy taking pictures of snails or you enjoy going to watch planes or you enjoy art or cartoon drawing, you should be allowed to enjoy it. If it makes you happy, that's really all you need to worry about is just making sure that you're happy with what you do. Don't listen to what other people say, but at the end of the day, I don't think people should be mocked for something that they enjoy when they're not harming anyone. So it's great as a community that people can go in there and chat about planes and not be worried about people hurting their feelings and, and bullying them, which is what I think I love about it. Other than that, I don't know if there's been really many other highlights, um, but I hope you had an amazing year. I've also hope you've had an amazing Christmas. And of course, you got everything you wanted and you enjoyed your time with family and maybe friends. Uh, thank you so, so much for the support. I appreciate it all. I appreciate you listening to this podcast today and taking the time out of your Christmas day or your festive holidays whenever you may be listening to this. Um, thank you once again. I just can't say thank you enough. Uh, do take care and be safe. Please do be safe. 
and hopefully I can be back with a new episode of the podcast before you know it with maybe some good news regarding travel to Canada, but don't be expecting anything amazing. Uh, It seems I cannot catch a break with that. Thank you once again. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and I will see you probably before the year ends. You've been listening to DJ's Aviation Podcast, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, offering up your one-stop shop for all things aviation. We discuss aviation news, airline developments, analyze route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and leave a review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and YouTube at DJ's Aviation. If you're interested in rail, check out our second channel at DJ's Transport. Till next time.